when you're going to do that, when you're going to say, oh, gee, you know, that kiss felt so good or whatever, instead of using the word, but I need about 10 minutes, sometimes I need the whole night, right, is to use the word and instead. Because when we use the word but, people immediately become defensive. Ferris Bueller nailed it. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Dr. Noel Nelson explains. Stay tuned. When you were dating and wanted to woo your spouse, I'm guessing the menu consisted of a romantic dinner and a bottle of wine. Let us deliver that to you monthly. The Hitched Wine Club is your regular reminder to slow down and reconnect and have fun. We have an amazing special going on right now. And our wine club partner, Touring and Tasting, works directly with hundreds of wineries to get amazing deals and wines that you can't get anywhere else. It's like joining over 300 wine clubs in one. Shipping is free. There are no membership fees. You're only paying for the delicious wine that's sent. You can cancel at any time. And each bottle is 100% guaranteed. Plus, each shipment includes exclusive date night ideas from the Hitched Editors. Everyone likes getting a present in the mail. So go to hitchedmag.com, click the Wine Club link, and join today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I am joined once again by the always fantastic Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, So for those who uh, have recently found this podcast uh, and uh, aren't familiar, Noelle is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is the author of many best-selling books. Uh, Her most recent relationship book is Your Man is Wonderful. Uh, And today we are going to talk about what to do when family life intrudes way, I'm going to emphasize that, way too much on your couple life. Uh, So what you're talking about, Noelle, is the reality of home life when there's more than just your sweetheart and you, right? When uh, you've added the dog, the cat, the, the a couple of hamsters, a goldfish, uh, kids, uh, and, you know, who knows, maybe some living uh, friend who's fallen on hard times or something. Uh, all of this uh, can intrude severely on your couple life. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Because whether you are a stay-at-home mom or dad or a working parent who comes home to it at night, chances are good that you spend far too much of your time picking up clothes, half-empty glasses, plates with sticky God knows what stuck to them, DVDs, Game Boys, and then, and then, doing laundry, folding laundry, chasing kids into tubs, chasing kids out of tubs, (laughs) so that by the time you sit down to dinner, you are fried, and you're hardly in the mood for conversation or liveliness or anything like that. I mean, you barely have the energy to mutter, you know, use your fork, not your fingers, Milk is for drinking, not for blowing bubbles, or quit feeding your Brussels sprouts to the dog. And that's to your live-in friend, not to your kid. So I was going to say, did, do you watch me drink my milk? Because <laughs> blowing bubbles in milk is the great pleasures of life. <laughs> ah, yes, I can relate, especially chocolate milk. Um, so, later that night, right? Finally, finally, you're buried in the safety 
God help you if you're bedclothes. When your mate breathes sweet nothings into the crook of your neck, it's all you can do not to swat him or her away like, you know, a fly because you've had it. You've just totally had it. And I would say all of those things mentioned above are a pretty severe intrusion. And and you're swatting your spouse away not because you don't love them, uh, but I'm assuming because you haven't had two minutes to yourself at that point. That is correct. Now, that being said, how do you think the spouse is going to take it? Oh, they're going to take it as straight rejection. <laughs> you got it. And it doesn't matter if the spouse is the male or female or male or whatever end of the spectrum. They are still going to take it as massive rejection. Yeah. You betcha. Uh, you know, and it's funny because I, we live in a very PC world where you just don't like to talk about things. And I feel like this is one of those subjects because family life holds so much joy that it makes up for all that hard work, right? Well, it would and it could if you changed your focus. Okay, getting yeah. serious here. You see, anything you focus on grows. I know that sounds so sort of uh, haiku simplistic, but it's not. You focus, when you focus all your attention on everything that is going wrong or a mess or chaotic in your household all day long or the minute you get home, that is all you see. All you see is the mess, the chaos. You don't observe the glorious energy and vivacity of your kids. You don't notice your mate's welcoming smile or that kiss on your cheek because you get it every night. You, you don't give yourself even an instant to appreciate your home, the roof over your head, whatever its condition, messy, neat, whatever. All you see, you see the mess, you see the work, then you see more mess, then you see more work, and even more mess on top of that. And that, frankly, is what the, the major intrusion is, a focus problem. Your focus is all on the mess. So really, the, 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 the family life brings so many joys and all that other stuff. That actually does hold true if you pay attention to it. But when you're exactly so when you're preoccupied by dishes and chocolate milk bubbles, uh, you <laughs> you uh, you then can forget about those things and spiral out of control. Yes, and let's 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 go back to the the unPC thing to do, which is when you swat your mate away. If you only spent like a nanosecond of appreciation in that in that sweet nothing that he or she is, you know, whispering into your neck and just say, oh, honey, that feels so good. Now, I do need to rest. <laughs> in other words, to start with that moment of appreciating, of, of focusing, if you will, on the affection you're getting in the moment, even if you're not going to go through with anything else. Yeah. So I think that that's what the rejection, I'm sorry, the rejection kills us because we think it's a rejection of our entire being. Yeah, I, I was just going to add that it really takes a level of, uh, as as you like to point out, mindfulness, where you are focusing, you focused in the moment, so that you have that um, consciousness to tell your spouse what your needs are at that moment, as opposed to just going yes. through the motions. So you can tell them and you can openly communicate with them. That feels really good, but I, I do need just ten minutes to to veg out here for a second because I haven't had time to breathe today and all of a sudden that opens up everything it does and might i suggest a a very small but but 
something with large consequences is when you're going to do that, when you're going to say, oh, gee, you know, that kiss felt so good or whatever, instead of using the word but, I need about 10 minutes, sometimes I need the whole night, right, Yeah. is to use the word and instead. Ah. Because when we use the word but, people immediately become defensive. You know, it was a lovely kiss, but. I mean, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. You just are. Whereas if somebody says, oh, I just love that kiss, and I so need some rest tonight. You're not, you see, there's no defensiveness, excuse me, defensiveness that comes in. There's just adding on to what preceded. That is fantastic. I love that little, that little, oh, yeah. The nuance there. I have a little, little. See, yeah, this is like this is ne- this like is that. next level. See, a lot of people are teaching the marriage one hundred and one. This is, you know, this is graduate <laughs> level stuff here. Um, yeah. Okay. So, you, okay. So it's it's all fine and well that we can talk about. You know, you need to what you focus on grows, and you need to focus mm-hmm. on some of the positive things. But you can't just ignore the things that need to get done to maintain your household. So how do you how do you find that balance? You're so on point, Steve. Of course you can't ignore it. I mean, you know, if you don't take care of things, they only get worse. I had a friend who systematically ignored that tiny leak in the ceiling. And guess what happened? Yeah. (laughs) Eventually the ceiling fell down. I mean, you can't ignore that stuff. But, but you don't have to focus on the mess or on the effort involved in order to take care of it. And that's the secret. And that's really what I want to get into here. Okay. Okay. Again, we're back to the idea of focus. So, okay. You take that moment to hug your mate or to smile at your children and listen to their joys and woes of the day or just to stand there in the living room watching them jump up and down. Take a moment to rest yourself for a few. I literally mean take a a moment to breathe. You deserve it. And once you've taken in some of the love and enjoyment your family, your dog, your hamster, your living friend and everybody else provide – Ask for their help. This is where we fall down something fierce, okay? Ask for their help. But not as in, gosh darn it, you got... Not that kind of ask for your help. On the contrary, having taken a moment to absorb the love, just the, the liveliness, the love that exists in your home, then with smiles and gratitude, ask your children to pick up their belongings or your mate to supervise, or whatever it is that you need from him or her to help you, and make it fun. You know, we tend to focus on chores and mess and stuff like that as a grind. Yeah. And I swear, if you define something as a grind, it is a grind. But you don't have to do that. You you can vacuum to the, well, we all stick our iTunes in our ears. I mean, you can <laughs> vacuum to your tunes. You can turn the 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 TV on whatever favorite comedy thing and listen to it in the background yeah. while you're doing dishes. I mean, there are any number of, of wonderful ways you can sing. We used to sing in the car when, when we went on family trips, and I know families still do that. Well, nothing says you can't sing in the living room. Sure. Why can't you throw the clothes toward the, the kid to, to fold and put in the drawer with a song rather than, you know, stand there with your arms on your hip, or your hands on your hips going, <laughs> which just doesn't really please anybody. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, one of my tricks, and I've, I've probably mentioned this in the past, is I love to listen to podcasts. <clears throat> Ahem, anybody listening? I love to listen to pod <laughs> <laughs> I love to listen to podcasts when I do dishes, when I when I'm yeah. vacuuming, when I'm doing laundry, any of those activities that are, 
you know, mindless activities that just need to get done. I'm con- I'm constantly going through podcasts and auto- audiobooks. I love right. catching up on books because, you know, my I know a lot of people don't have um, the same type of job that I do where I read all day long. And so when it's time for me to get read something more personal, sometimes I, I at the end of the day, I don't want to read more. I want to veg out. And an audiobook is a fantastic way to do that. And you can do that while you do these like daily things that need to get done. And most of all, notice it's a switch in focus. In other words, you're going you're gonna to focus on how much fun you have with your family and bring that in to whatever needs to get done. Because it all needs to get done, absolutely. But it doesn't have to get done with frowns and commands. It can get done with joy. Well, this is, I mean, this is actually the funny thing. You talk about switching your focus. So it it takes something like doing the dishes. It takes it from being... This like, oh, I hate doing dishes. It sucks. I hate scrubbing dirty plates or whatever mm-hmm. to, oh, I get to do dishes because I get to listen to that book that I'm really into right now. Like I get that and 10, 20 minutes, whatever to really get into my book and I wouldn't find that time otherwise. And, you know, with kids, and I'm sure that your parenting experts have spoken to this, but we're, we're talking about intrusion into the couple, right? Is with kids, one of the easiest ways is to, is to create a friendly competition with reward. Okay, first one to get their room clean gets an extra half hour of whatever. Mm-hmm. First one to get their room clean gets an extra ice cream. And you'd be surprised at how much faster things get done. You don't have to be the one to always do everything. And again, what is the focus? The focus is on the fun of the reward, not the the grind of the I don't want to put my thumb away. Why should I? Yeah. You, you know, the other thing, and we've talked about this in the past as well, is because you are a married couple, you have a teammate in this whole thing. So you don't right. have to this doesn't have to be a one person battle. And if, for example, you've told your kids to do something and they're not doing it, you can ask your spouse, Hey, uh, I've asked them to do this. They're not listening to me. I have these other things to take care of. Would you mind handling that? Right. Which is, you know, sometimes I think people, when they have certain responsibilities and couples often carve out the responsibilities that they have within the, within the relationship of you handle the house, I handle this, or you handle the kitchen, I handle the living room, or whatever it may be. Sometimes they feel like because that has been carved out, they can't ask for help at any point in time because that's their responsibility. But that's not true. You should you should ask for no, help it's if you not. need it. <laughs> and I think the word you use that's so critical that we tend to forget is you're a team. Yeah. You may be a team of two, but you're a team. And it's a wonderful thing. Um, I'm sorry, a thought came in and left. That's okay. I actually had another thought, which is this is something that has been said on this podcast before where we talk about uh, marriage being a 50-50 thing. Um, and it's funny because it's it doesn't have to be a 50-50 thing. Um, sometimes people give 60-40 or whatever. But another thing that somebody has said uh, on this podcast in the past is marriage should be 100-100. Yeah. You should be giving your 100% effort every time. And sometimes you only need to exert 20% to do your things. And so you can use that other 80% to help your spouse if they are running at 110% that, at that moment. Yeah. 
That's a great way to look at it. Absolutely. And, uh, and thinking again in terms of shift in focus and the intrusion in the couple, okay, of the, all the stuff, right, is there is nothing wrong at all with if the, the two of you have both had a stressful day for, you know, whether you're in the home or out of the home, doesn't matter. And before you attack the mess, the kids, the chores, is just say, you know what, kids, you, we're, we're going to go into the living room and shut the doors or whatever for about 10 minutes, and we'll see you later. And the two of you just chill. Mm-hmm. Just sit, breathe, hold hands, do nothing. Whatever gets you into a place where you've recharged just enough, just enough to be able to do whatever the next thing is with smiles as opposed to frowns. Yeah. I think the other thing about that, Noelle, is you also bond over that moment because you really do – you really are coming together as a team in that moment when you do something like that. Like we're tackling these problems together. That is a really good point. Really good point. And, you know, we are so ready to sacrifice ourselves in the name of family. Yeah. But sacrificing your couplehood – not only isn't it worth it, it's not even necessary. Yeah. And I, I, I see this a lot where people like to become the martyr in situations Ugh. like this. And there's just no reason for it. Um, and go ahead. I, I can see you have a comment on this. Oh, that's all right. Well, the thing about martyr is that martyrs always get nailed to a cross. <laughs> I mean, that yes. sounds horrible. But it's true. In other words, people who play the martyr card, who, who you know, ad- adopt that role, other people re- will eventually resent them. I mean, big time. And the martyr will start resenting their own martyrhood. And eventually, it all goes to heck in a handbasket. Yeah. Martyrs do never, ever, ever end up in a happy place. And so that's a, a you know, I, I had that wake-up call because I played the martyr thing for years until I realized, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not only am I not having fun, nobody around me is having fun with this. This is yeah. completely idiotic. And sometimes, you know, it's, a, it's, as you say, it's common in marriages. And it, at least in the home, it tends to be more common with women. In the workplace, it tended to be more common with men. Although that's shifting now, of course, as our roles are shifting. But yeah, yeah we play that card. Then we bring it in with us to our couplehood and nobody wins. Yeah. Nobody. That is such a – yeah, that is so perfect. I love it. Um, is, there, is there any other tips or suggestions you have uh, for couples who are struggling this where they're – life is getting into their couplehood a little too much. I think this thing you said earlier, Steve, is a really good place to help people for where do I start, which is that mindfulness idea. And all mindfulness is, is to just take a second, literally a second of pause and appreciate what's going on in front of your nose, whatever it is, because there's always something. Sometimes it's just the fact that you're breathing, but there's always something to appreciate right there in the moment. And so it's taking that literal second to do that before you move on. And that will help you shift. We always need a pause, if you will, an internal pause in order to shift focus. And there's been a great deal written about mindfulness these last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's on target. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I want to add that the, the points that you've been making about what you focus on grows. I think that is just spot on uh, because it's easy to focus on the negative and then watch yourself fall into that martyr role because everything's yep. just so chaotic around you and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but 
as you as you pointed out, it never ends well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this was this was excellent, Noel. Um, I really appreciate your time and advice, as always. Uh, and so, I want to say thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, so, before you guys uh, pause and finish up your dishes, <laughs> I want to remind you that you have been listening to Doctor Noel Nelson a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is the author of many best-selling books. Her most recent relationship book, again, is Your Man is Wonderful. Uh, she also has a couple new uh, e-books out uh, for Kindle readers, uh, apps or hardware. Uh, the f- one is called Got a Bad Boss, Work That Boss to Get What You Want at Work. The other is Make More Money by Making Your Employees Happy. Uh, and you can get this information at her website, noelnelson.com. Uh, actually, a really, really nice uh, website. Uh, not not too long ago, ago you did it, and it's, it's, it's really nice and clean. I like it. Thank uh, you. <laughs> uh, you can find Noelle on Twitter, at Dr. Noelle Nelson. Uh, you can find her on uh, Facebook and Google Plus and the other sites. And there's links to all that stuff on her website. Uh, there's also links to uh, her stuff on our website, hitchedmag.com. Uh, if you have a question for us, uh, if you have a comment about this episode or any of the past episodes, uh, you can uh, hit us up on any of the social networks. We're on all the big ones. Uh, there's an email button on our podcast page, a giant email button. You can click that and reach us there. Uh, and as I have mentioned in uh, some recent episodes, if you have listened to five episodes, which five I think we can say that you at least find us mildly interesting enough to tune in a a sixth time, Uh, we would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a comment or rate us or give us some sort of feedback because first, uh, I need it. We feed off of that stuff. Uh, Second, it helps us improve the product. So that way we know if we're doing a good job, if there's some suggestion that you have that or a topic that you'd like us to cover, it helps in that. And third, uh, it also, when you when you do something like that, uh, it helps in the search and uh, in, the, in the different podcasting platforms, uh, things that have a lot of chatter around them uh, kind of rise to the top, if you were. So when somebody's looking for a marriage podcast, uh, it'll help Hitched appear uh, higher so that other people can find us if, if you think that we are serving a good quality marriage information, which I hope you do. Uh, so with that, I want to thank you in advance. And uh, lastly, uh, I know this is going to go out weeks after um, it's recorded and this actually took place, but we cracked the top 10 on Stitcher uh, in our category of most popular podcasts, and we became the number one marriage podcast in, in, on the platform of Stitcher. And so I want to thank you, thank you, thank you so much uh all you loyal listeners and all you new listeners because uh it's it's through this growth that we were able to achieve that and hopefully we can go even higher so i want to thank you so much and continue to pass on the good word and i just want you to know that i really appreciate it so uh one last time i want to let you know noel that i appreciate all your contributions and want to thank you so much for your time and look forward to doing this again soon totally my pleasure steve thank you All right, that's going to do it this week. Take care, everybody.